and gentlemen, boys and girls, y'all gather around. The greatest show on earth is about to begin. The name of the show is called Real Talk with Robert Daniels. My name is Robert Charles motherfucking Daniels. Coming up, people, I talk about being bitter and angry and just holding on to that shit while everybody you're being bitter toward and angry toward is inside the party having fun. Either way, people, y'all know when Robert Daniels has the mic, y'all better buckle y'all's motherfucking seatbelts up. So I got the mic, so y'all better buckle up and get ready because we are about to get real.
Sometimes the only light when the moon is tucked away, pistons pumping, minds are racing. It's hard to sleep, man. When I'm shaking. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Real Talk. My name is Robert Charles Daniels, the only, the only, Mister Three Two Five. In the 325, like I said, if you are calling yourself Mr. 325, show me proof, nigga. You ain't gonna have enough to call yourself Mr. 325 after you see my proof, and I promise you that, motherfucker. I promise you that. Anyways, people, how's everybody doing out there today? Did y'all say good? Well, that's good. Anyway, like I said, people don't want to talk about being bitter and just holding on to anger. First of all, I'm going to start out with the story, man, that my dad told me. You know, during one of his lectures, I call them lectures, but they're, you know, they're conversations. You know, conversations where he does all the talking, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, during one of my lectures, you know... Uh, Ah, fuck it. I'm just going to call it a motherfucking lecture, man. Shit. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's a lecture, man. It's uh, usually about Jesus. And, you know, my dad's trying to get me to get uh, get Jesus to come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I'll talk about that here a little bit later on. Anyway, he, he told me a story. He said, uh, two guys have been working for, for his dad, for their dad, on a ranch for years. One of them saved up a bunch of money and, uh, oh, excuse me. Yes, I did. <laughs> Fuck, man. Every fucking recording, man, I fucking burp, man. No, I'm not drinking beer. And ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and give me a round of applause. Go ahead. Give me a round of applause. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get up. Oh, I'm patting myself on the back and I'm taking a motherfucking bow. I have been sober clean off methamphetamine for hey I fucked up one day man eh, I'm not even gonna count that and y'all are I bet I already know y'all are saying you gotta count it Robert you gotta count it this is my podcast and I'm counting what I want to fucking count you hear me alright then I'm not gonna count it I've been clean ah, ah shit I don't know Fucking 15 days, something like that. 10 days. Round of applause, people. Round of applause. I haven't even been drinking alcohol at all, man. Nah, I kind of got drunk the day before, man. I kind of got drunk. I'm going to get into that, too. Anyways, I'm going to tell the story first. Uh, anyway, like I said, there's two brothers working for their dad out on the ranch, man. The, the bro, One of the brothers saved up a shitload of money. And he decided to leave the, the ranch. Told his dad, hey dad i'm i'm leaving the ranch man i'm gonna go out on my own and do my thing man 
the dad said, go ahead, son, go do you, you know. Yeah, the fucking, the, the son, it's the youngest son, by the way. It's the youngest son, and, and, and Matthew, listen to the story, damn it. And I'll, 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 I'll say my point here in a second. Anyway, the young son got a suitcase full of his clothes, walked down the street, man, or walked down the gravel road leading to the ranch, but he's walking away from the ranch. Gets to town, he buys him a car, he buys him a house, and then he commits to partying, living a party life, paying for this, paying for that, paying for this, paying for that, paying for everything, man. Nobody around him had to pay for a single goddamn dime until he lost, he spent all of his money, he lost his house, he lost his vehicle. Does this sound familiar, people? Yeah, I know y'all are saying, damn, Robert, this sounds like you. Exactly, exactly. My dad tells me these little stories, man, to where I can understand. Yes, I'm smart, but hey, sometimes I have to see shit per, uh, crystal clear to, for, for them to understand. For me to understand, anyways. And my dad knows that, man. He, he just tries to get me to understand shit. Anyways. And the whole time that, 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 that the kid... Exact, okay, I'm going back to the younger brother. Yes, the younger brother's always the dumbest one, man. Because the son, you know, the older son stayed behind and he still has money. The youngest one went out and partied and lost all his damn money. Matthew, the, the younger brother's always the dumbest one. There, I proved it right there, dad's story. He just, dad told me a story and pretty much called you a dumb one. You know, hey, that's, hey, it's the way it goes, man. You can't, you can't always be the favorite, you know what I mean? Anyways, the whole time that the son was gone, the dad would, would, would rock on the, on the porch rocking staring down that road staring down that road and the oldest son would come up and say hey dad why the hell are you rocking man you're rocking and just staring down the road the dad would look up at the oldest son and just kind of nod his head and just keep on rocking staring at the road you know till one day the son asked him again dad what are you doing man you're rocking on your on your on your uh, rocking chair and just staring down the road man he looked up with a big old smile and said son Go out and get you the fattest calf, cut it up, and get it ready to cook, son. We're having a celebration tonight, you know. And the oldest son was like, oh, hell yeah, we're having a celebration, man. Fuck it. Then he went and got the fattest calf and cut it up, got it ready. And about that time, in town, the youngest son, man, he's like, god damn it, man. My dad's going to be pissed off, man. There's no way I'm going back to my dad's house, man. Damn it. Be disappointed, man. God damn, I'm going to get an ass tune if I go over there. But something, something's told him, you know, just swallow your pride and go back home, man. It's not going to be that bad. So about that time, the dad's rocking and just staring down the damn, uh, staring down that damn gravel road. And then he's worried when he sees the sun coming, walking toward the house, head down, the shovel, just feeling, you know, like shit, you know. And he gets to the gate, and he opens the gate, and his dad jumps up. He says, son, you came home, son. And he looks up at his dad, and his dad's running toward him with his arms wide open. Come on, son, give your dad a hug, man. You know, give him a hug, man. Come on, son, we're going to have a celebration of you, uh, for you tonight. Come. And he yelled at the oldest boy, go right, boy, put that motherfucking feet. Uh, he, he didn't cuss me. <laughs> That's just me cussing. Put that fucking meat on the grill, man. Let's have a celebration tonight. People, my dad used the metaphor as being uh, 
you know, the moral of the story to being, you know, Jesus was, is always going to let you go out and fuck up, you know. But when you're ready to come back, God's always going to have his arms wide open, welcoming you back in, you know. And, and he's going to lift your spirits because the youngest son was feeling down. And once his dad hugged him and welcomed him back, his spirits got lifted and he wanted already to go out and fix some fence. And, and his dad said, no, this is your day. You kick back, relax. We're going to cook. We're going to drink good. We're going to do everything, son. And then tomorrow's a new day, son. Starting fresh, you know. God's always ready to take y'all back if you fuck up, you know. God's always ready with open arms. Not judging you a single fucking bit for what you just came from, you know. He's always welcoming you back. People, I had a horrible day a couple of days ago. Me and a friend of mine coming back from Sonora, we got in an argument. Uh, hey, we'll get out, you know, fucking fight. Okay, he stopped the truck, I got out, and this little bitch-ass pussy takes off. Leaves me on the side of I-10, about two miles, three miles outside of Sonora. He takes off like the little bitch that he is. Yeah, I'm calling him a bitch. I've called him a bitch the last couple of days, you know. And here I am walking back into town. It's cold, it's rainy, it's, you know, all of the above, man. Here I am walking back to town. I stop at the Stripes, try to call family. I'm not going to mention no names, but if you, hey, you know who I'm talking about. No answer. Call another number. No answer. So I get to walk in a little bit further, and I go to a friend's house. I damn sure ain't going to mention no names here, because this guy is a solid son of a bitch, man. He's a guy that I kind of screwed over over this past year, you know, with some money. And, uh, you know, he's still a little bit, a little bit, uh, uh, you know, hey, he's upset about it, man. But I got, went to his house. It was cold, like I said. It was cold, rainy, windy, all of the above. Knocked on his door. As soon as I saw my friend, man, my old buddy, man, I fucking broke down. I hugged him, and I, I broke down on his shoulder, man. Because I felt like shit, man. This is like... A, a, a friend of mine, dude, who would have, who would be there for me any time I asked with the zero questions asked. He was always there for me, and uh, and I built, I burnt that bridge, man, and I feel horrible about it, man. And it's, it's, it was, it's not even about the money, man, with this guy, you know. If, I mean, he's just so solid, man, and he's been there for me when I needed him, and I fucking you know my, I allowed that my meth brain to fucking burn that bridge man and I will it's gonna take a lot to get back into good graces with him and I will get there one day buddy anyway I broke down when I saw him and, and he welcomed me in he gave me a beer you know we sat there and we conversated caught up and you know let him know what, what I've been up to what I've been what I might be facing and and all that stuff and man he's he's very disappointed in me man because he knows the type of person i am and this is not me at all and uh you know i sat there and and then this other buddy of mine i, I saw i got to man 
These people that I'm speaking of right now are solid motherfuckers. Good, solid human beings, man. Good, solid human beings. The, the, the salt of the earth, man. These motherfuckers, man. My buddy, he would, if he considers you a friend, he will give you the shirt off his back with no questions asked. And his wife is such a good son of a bitch too. She'll she'll be right there too. Here here here's my here's mine too, you know. You know, and, and then their kids are solid, man. They they raise their motherfucking kids to be solid men, man. Like this whole family, these used to be my people, man. These used to be mine. I'm gonna cut that out. These people, the the man, the guy, was my fucking best friend when I was in Sonora, and then when I left, man. You know, these used to be my people. And then the other guy, shit. He's just as solid, man. Maybe a tad bit solider. I'm sorry, buddy. But you know, you know, Cisco. Uh, yeah. I mean, these people used to be my people. These are the people I used to hang out with. Now I'm hung out with, I'm hanging out with this piece of shit that would leave me on the fucking side of the fucking road. And then tell me, well, I went back and looked for you till dark bullshit, man. Bullshit. How the fuck can you miss a six-foot Mexican in a blue shirt walking? You're just a pussy, man. You're just a pussy trying to get your ass out of a fucking ass whooping, dude. That's all you are. So just say, look, dude, I left you and I was a bitch. Yeah. Just say that. And maybe maybe I'll gain a little bit of respect back for you. Maybe a little bit. Because right now, shit. Shit. I have zero. Whatever respect I did have for you, I, you lost it. Because a person like you don't deserve respect, man. And you're just like these people in Ozona, man. And I told you, I'm fixing to get into this. Anyway. Anyway, he, he oh, welcomed me in, got me warm. We talked, we chatted, I watched the game with him a little bit. Just I felt normal, man, for, for a little bit, you know. And, and, you know, I was in company with decent, solid human beings, man, for once in a very long time, man. You know, besides my dad and Jenny, you know. And it made me feel human and, and normal again. Anyway, I, that's all I really needed and wanted from him, man. It's, it sounds horrible when uh, when I say that. But that that's basically what I, what I went to his house for, man. I just wanted to drink beer with my buddy for old time's sake, man. And, uh, you know, just feel normal again, you know, like old time's sake, man. Anyway, I started getting the feeling of, yeah, hey, dude, man, you know, the questions started coming. Hey, man, so what's up, man? What do you what do you want from me? What do you need? And I was like, no, nah, bro, no, nah, that's it, man. I just wanted to get warm, man. Maybe, you know, drink a beer with you, man, for old time's sake. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fixing to head out, bud. And if you don't mind, I'm going to take me a beer for the road. He's like, nah, go ahead, bud, man. Help yourself, you know. And th the dude even offered me money, man. You know? He's like, man, what's up, man? You need some cash or what's up? I was like, no, nah, man. No fucking way, dude. Man, this is that's how solid the motherfucker is, dude. You know? And these used to be my people. You know? You know? That's how solid these people are. And they were. this was my best friend. You know? When I was going downhill, I should have just went to Sonora, man. But I, that, being around those people would have prevented all this shit, man. And I just decided to hang around with a bunch of pieces of shit. 
you know, not all of them were pieces of shit, but most of them here lately are. Anyway, so I, you know, I gave my bro hug and I left, man. And we're going to do that again, but when I get back, when I get back on my feet and get myself back to myself and man, we're going to, I'm going to buy all the meat, all the beer and everything, brother. You could count on me on uh, doing that, but anyway, so I left and I walked over to family's house. Completely, completely different story. Uh, I knock. A, a woman answers the door and, and they're like, she was like, what's up? I was like, hey man, uh, my buddy left me, man. I'm kind of in a bind here. She was like, uh. Okay, we're trying we're fixing to go to bed. I was like, well, can I come in and use the phone or what's up? People, I basically had a fucking barge into my family's house, you know. I, I basically like that's what I felt like I was doing, man. Barging in, like pushing my way in, basically. You know? I went in and I sat at the table and I had it I you know, I broke down a little bit. And no sympathy at all, you know. And then the man comes in and says, what are you doing? I said, man, I'm in a bind, bro. Uh, my buddy left me. I just need to borrow a phone real quick. And he goes, dude, you're a, you're a pile of shit. That's what he said to me. That's what he said. He said, you're a pile of shit. If I felt at that moment like a man, I would have. I would have knocked this block off right there. You know. But I didn't. I just got up. And left. And while I was walking out. He yells out the front door. I'm trying to raise a family. And I said. I thought I. You know. I, I said. I am your fucking family. And I walked off. He yelled something else. I didn't hear him. You know. What did you say man? You know what? Don't don't answer that because I don't give a fuck what you said. You know. I don't care. You know, and and this is the second time I'm recording this <clears throat> this little thing that I want to talk about. And I blasted your ass, boy. I blasted you and 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 made sure everybody knew what you are. And me as you called me a pile of shit right now. You would be even more of a pile of shit after the truth I fucking said to you on the fucking this other recording I have on my phone. Okay, so do not throw stones when you're living in that glass house that I help you build, bro. And woman, if you ever need my help, anytime. Remember that time in the bathroom. If you need, ever need any of that kind of help, you call me and I will be there. Don't be scared of him. And the same thing goes to that buddy that left me on the side of the road. I, I fucking blasted your ass, dude. And put all kinds of truth out there. But I'm not going to fucking put it out there, dude. Because I would feel horrible. You know, I was fixing to push that publish button, but something told me do not do that, and I didn't. 
So I'm just going to go on about the story and mention no names, you know, and not get into details as I did in that other recording. Anyway, after I left my family's in uh, quotation marks, not quote, yeah, quotation marks, my family's, I was shit. I didn't know where to go, man. I've never felt so low in my life, bawling. I mean, I was wailing, asking God, Jesus Christ, God, why? Why, why, why me? Why me, man? What the, what else? What else? What else? You know? And I just, I had, I had that beer that my, my solid son of a bitch of a buddy gave me. And I was like, fuck it. Boom. Crack that bitch open. I'm going to drink this beer and I'm going to kind of try to enjoy it because it's cold, rainy, you know, all these above. On my way to Sutton County Jail, I'm going to go turn myself in, see if I have a warrant. I had nowhere to go, man. <clears throat> and then a light bulb goes off. I forgot I have more family in Sonora. And I'm sorry I forgot about y'all for a split second. And I was like, I thought of two people that has never, ever, ever let me down in my life. And I will say the name on this one. And those people, the most solid sons of bitches, they, they, hey, they're right there on the level with, oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, my buddy, I'm going to cut that out. Oh, my buddy over there. And those people are Mike and Eve. Even Mike. Man, I was like, woo, man, I almost got, <laughs> I almost went to jail. Shit, I forgot about Mike and Eve, man. Let me get over there and, uh, you know. I, I knew they would not treat me as my other family did. I knew they wouldn't do that because they're decent people. You know, they're decent human beings. And if they see family out in the cold and rainy, they won't call them a pile of shit and kick them out, you know. I know they wouldn't do that because they're good people, you know. And there's an episode that I'm fixing to delete as I'm talking about this. Because it's not, it, it, it's, I'm lying in it, you know, and I don't like to lie. I was just doing that to them because I felt bad for what I did. And, uh, you know, I'm going to delete it. And, and to my audience, I'm very sorry for lying to y'all like that. You know, I was just trying to praise some people and make them feel a little bit better because they were my family, you know, and I kind of said some horrible shit about them. But people, up until that episode, I did not lie. I don't lie. You know, and I didn't lie in the episode. It was just like, phew, man, it took me forever to think of good shit to say about him, you know. So anyway, so I get over there and <clears throat> I get over there and open the door and Jason, you know, my brother-in-law's brother opens the door. Hey, man, come on in. Yeah, there's a seat. Here's a seat. You know, you want a cigarette, man? Here's a cigarette. And uh, I, I pretty much sat there and smoked all your cigarettes, Jason. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, you pack of smokes, man. Next time I'm, I'm around you, man, I'm going to make sure that that's soon. I'm going to buy you a pack of smokes, man. Maybe get you some Dr. Peppers and shit, dude, man. And I really do appreciate what you did, man. You sat there and let me vent to you and all that shit, dude. And I really appreciate that, Jay. They fed me, Mike and Eve. I talked to Mike for a good little bit, man, you know. Because Mike, Mike actually... uh. Man, I hope I'm not stepping in on any, I hope I'm not saying anything wrong, but he's battled with addiction too, you know, and we kind of bonded on that, and he kind of gave me some words of advice and, you know, stuff like that, 
you know, and I really do appreciate that, Mike, uh, giving me them, those words, man, because I'm going to, whatever you told me, man, kind of, you know, it, it hit home to me, and, it, and it's helping me kind of stay on the, on the focused, uh, on the focused road that I'm trying to, on the focused, very windy road that I'm trying to fucking hold on to for dear life, you know, I really do appreciate that, Mike, I owe you and Eve more than y'all ever know, man, and I, I will always, when I'm up, and can, and can be, in, and can, can, uh, can, uh, give back to people that have helped me, y'all are gonna be the, one of the first ones that I give to, you know, I really do appreciate what y'all did to me, man, and I will be up in the near future, man, you could promise me, I, I promise you on that, man, and if I can, uh, reward y'all in any way, man, I'm gonna do it, and I promise y'all that, I promise y'all that, I promise y'all that, I put that on my daughter, I do, I do, man, I really do, man, I really do appreciate y'all for what y'all do, what y'all did for me, and what y'all, what y'all have always done for me, man, and that's, just give me a place to chill, man, you know, when I feel, when, when my family doesn't want me around, y'all, y'all are my family, you know, more than they are, I think, because of what y'all do, and what y'all did for me, and what y'all have always done for me, man, never once have y'all kicked me out, or, or told me to leave, or anything, until, you know, unless I got a little bit wasted, you know, hey, time for you to go you know I'm, and i'm sorry for that you know i've kind of i'm not even i'm not an alcoholic anymore or anything like that i'm just trying to get my uh live a solid life and trying to get myself back together man <clears throat> and I, I i can't tell y'all enough how much i appreciate y'all for who y'all have been to, for me in my life anyways guys so I used the phone, I called my dad again to come rescue his damn 40-year-old son again. And by the way, douchebag, you owe my dad 10, 15, 20 bucks, dude, for gas. And you better give it to him or I'm going to take it out of your ass, boy. Anyway, we came home and then <sighs> I left my phone in that pussy's truck, man. You know, that's why I was, that's why I was having to use the phone and shit. I didn't get it back till the next day. When I turned it on, my service was gone. I had no data. Even the phone number's different on the phone. What, is, what does that mean, people? What does that mean? You, stupid, in the back. That, that's not very smart. What does that mean? Somebody changed the SIM card? Yeah, I know. I, I thought even you, stupid idiot, that, that's not very smart, would know that. Yeah, somebody, somebody stole, uh, stole my fucking SIM card, man, and swiped it. You know, I called, I called uh, my wireless company, and sure enough, yeah, SIM card don't match. They even changed the email to my account, all that shit, man. You know, and I called that pussy, and he, he's denying it. And there's only one other person, and that trap whore, you know, he's like, and I know she didn't touch it. And I said, man, how the hell do you know that this girl didn't touch it? We talking about the same one that had a stolen phone, that ran into some messages, that got a fucking laptop, and that that found out a bunch of incriminating bullshit that she spread rumors about, even including some very important people in this fucking town. How do you know that that trap board didn't fucking do, didn't touch it? Hmm. And I even told him, man, I said, man, you really need to stop taking up for these pieces of shit and giving them the fucking benefit of the doubt. I mean, because, because, I mean, listen, he's just like him, you know, he's just like him, you know. So now I'm, I'm down to zero friends, which, hey, 
that's that's good because i'm a lone star anyway man you know i don't need to be around these fucking people they just bring me down that's all they've done anyway nobody's gonna cop up to it you know it's squashed out whatever here I go walking back to Sonic, man. Back to the fucking Wi-Fi, man. I was fucking pissed, boy. Pissed, pissed. I go, I'm on Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's the way I talk to my daughter, man. You know, I have no service. And if I go on a Wi-Fi text, that means I don't have my shit together. And my daughter won't talk to me. You know? Like, come on. Like, and I, I know who has it. And then she messaged me today and... Cause I, I fucking, I, I kind of said something on Facebook today or yesterday or whatever it was. And she, she messaged me like pissed. I didn't say no names, no nothing. Apparently what I said, the shoe fucking fit, didn't it, bitch? And you were trying to wear the motherfucking shoe. You saying, where are you going to be at 435 o'clock? Because we need, we are going to have a chat. Bitch, what the fuck are you going to do? Huh? I don't want to fuck you. Hey, I wouldn't touch you with the 10 foot pole, ho. I know what you guys, I mean, come on, you got like, you know, eight kids, you suck a dick, have a baby, suck a glass dick, lose the baby, like that happened like, what, eight times, you have like eight kids, didn't you, damn, revolving door of dicks, I want to check into that, bub, you know, anyway, anyway, it's whatever, man, anyway, I came back, I'm, I'm back at the house, and what I'm thinking to tell y'all people, there's no bullshit. You know what I mean? There's no fucking bullshit. I turn the TV on. I get in there. I'm warming up some food because, you know, I'm hungry. I'm I'm changing it. And I, I, Joel Steen, man, fucking comes on. And I'm like, man, let me leave it there, man, because I'm pissed, boy. I'm like, man, let me leave it there. Maybe I'll fucking calm down a little bit. Shit, man. You know? And guess what he's talking about, man? He's talking about being angry. Being bitter, holding on to angry about situations and shit like that, man. I know I'm not even bullshitting, man. And then he come in, he gets into telling a story, and I am not bullshitting people. This is his story. He says, "A guy's out there partying and always messing up. He's just always messing up, always messing up." Then he has to go back to his, you know, he's, he's out of money. He has to go back to his, I'm not even bullshitting people. This is a story with his dad. He has to go back to his dad's house, to a farm, you know. And, uh, and you know, when he gets home, the, the, the celebration commences, man. His dad's like, God, oh, my, my son, my boy, he came home, you know, get the fattest calf and cut it up. We're having a celebration, you know, and. And the oldest boy comes and it's like, what the fuck? What's going on in there? And he asks somebody, what's going on in there? Oh, they're having a celebration. Your 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 son, your brother came back. You're like, man, what the fuck? He pulls his dad out of the party and he goes, hey, dad, all I've done for you, man, is work my freaking tail off, man. That's all I've done for you is work for you all my life. And my, my younger brother, here we go again, Matthew, younger brother, always fucking up. Anyway, my younger brother, all he's done is just, just get in trouble and just raise hell and just fucking up all the time, you know? He says, son, this is a celebration for your brother. Please, let's not talk about this. Come inside and enjoy the celebration. And the, and the boy says, no, 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 
I'm not going in. Well, the, the dad tries to convince him. He sees he's not convincing him. And he goes, fine. I'm going inside. I'm going to go enjoy or have fun at the celebration. <clears throat> well, the brother's outside. He's soaking. He's bitter. He's, you know, he, he, you know, you know, he's, he's, he's angry. He's, he's bitter. While everybody that he's bitter toward is inside having fun. You know, not even giving him a second thought. People, did that story sound familiar to y'all? You know, besides a different way. Does, 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 does being bitter and angry and, you know, all that shit, holding on, does that reside with somebody that y'all know? Somebody who gives y'all the smooth and silky voice every once in a while? <laughs> You know what I mean? Is that Jesus talking to me? Is that our Lord and Savior saying, come on, Daniels. Let it go, buddy. Let it go. Come home, my son. Come home. And let's have a celebration. If that wasn't a sign, people, I don't know what was. You know. I've been mad at God for a very, very long time, man. I've been mad at God for a very, very long time. Reason being, <clears throat> why do you let the love of my life walk out of my life like that, man? You know? Why do you let her walk out of my life like that into another man's arms? And just kind of throwing me away like garbage. You know? Why do you let me, why do you allow me to get hooked on drugs, man, and, and make me lose everything that I've ever worked my ass off for, you know? Why did he make, why did he allow me, why did he let me allow myself to lose about 100 pounds and make my, myself look horrible, you know? Like, like, almost not wanting to go see his daughter because of how I look now. Why does he allow that, you know? Why does, why did he show me the perfect girl? Why did he show me April? You know, why did he show me her, man? Why did he show me April? In just a boop snatch her away, man, because she was in love with another guy. You know, all this is my doing. All this is my doing. Yes, I know that. All this is my doing. Except the first one. It's all my doing. Yes, I do. I know that. But it's all part of his plan. Like, why did he make my plan this way? You know? April, man. I started out the, the, the show with, with the that Stars song. I heard it a few days ago. And, you know, I thought of April and I cried, man. Just because I know, man, that there is something special there, man. You know? There is something... I've never felt that way toward a person before. You know, why did why did God make me feel that way toward the perfect person that I felt was the perfect person? Just to just plain. I was just kidding with you, Daniels. That's not yours to have. That's not yours. No, no. You're gonna go. You need to go down just a little bit more into the depths of hell. You know. First. 
you know. Why do you do that to me? I don't get it. April called me the other day. You know, and just like I thought, she's back with her, with that ex that I said, you know, I've shared my uh, concerns about. You know, it's not an ex no more. They're back together. You know, and I shared my feelings on that and my concerns and my disagreement on that, you know. And that was it. We talked like, like old times, man. And I did not want to get off the phone with that woman. I did not want to get off the phone with that woman. There's somebody pulling up and I was going to catch a ride with them to go do something and and I didn't want him to uh, witness uh, my conversation with an amazing woman. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve that, you know, so I had to get off the phone and I did not want to do that at all, <laughs> you know, there's something special there, man. There's something special there. I know there was. She might feel different, but hey, like I say, this is my podcast, so I'm telling you how I feel, damn it. <laughs> you know. April, man. It was good talking to you, man. I fucking miss you, man. I still love you. You know. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm going to let go of the bitterness, anger for that situation. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to forgive God. I'm going to forgive God. April. I'm going home, April. Come with me, damn it. Come with me. <laughs> Come with me, April. You know. I'm ready to have a party, man. I want to go home and have a celebration. I want to eat steaks and shit, man. You know. There ain't a single person, man, that I'm holding on to. That gives me a second thought. They're, they're celebrating. They're living life, man. You know, when I'm here, being bitter and holding on, you know, I'm going home, people. I'm going to go have a celebration. I'm going to let go of the anger. I'm even going to let go of that SIM card thing, you know. And it, hey, if you feel like giving it back to me, you know, because I don't have any money, man. I can't go buy some more service. If you want to give it back to me, give it back to me, please. There will be no, I'm not going to roll you up like I was planning on and all that shit, man. You know, man, why are you telling me, yeah, we're going to talk like, like, and have us like, what were you going to do? You know, what were you going to do? Huh? I wasn't going to fuck you. I don't want to fuck you. I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't touch you with the 10 foot pole, you know? Yeah, you're pretty and all that shit, but. After I hear what you do and, and, and what you do and, and who you do, you know, hey, I wouldn't touch you with 10 football. 
you know, and get out of this conversation. When I'm talking about going home to God, damn it. But yeah, if you if you want to give me my SIM card back, just just bring it to me, man. Leave it in the back of my dad's truck or something, man. Anyway, yeah, people. I uh, stopped by the church today, got on my knees and prayed a little prayer. Asked God, and I told Him I forgive Him, and you know, and I asked Him to please, you know, take the anger away. Take the anger away. I don't, I don't, I don't like having anger in my heart. It's not me. I'm a nice guy. I'm a bit of a pushover too, man. You know, which I think this time has changed that, which is good. I hate being a pushover. So, here we go, people. Letting go and letting God. You know what I mean? Y'all knew it was coming. It's not Yempel Daniels. That's what PBL are saying. I know. So, yeah. Anger, hopefully, is going to be gone. Bitterness is hopefully going to be gone. My apologies to that first situation. I said some foul shit on here, man, and I apologize. So, yeah, letting that anger go. I've forgiven God. I've already done that. <laughs> April, you're not going nowhere, damn it. You're not going anywhere, god damn it. Come with me, damn it. Come with me. Come home with me. Anyways, I miss you, April. It was really good talking to you on the phone, man. It made my heart happy. You know, my soul was alive again, so to speak, the rest of the day. You know, I couldn't stop thinking about you. It's kind of, I know it's it's weird, and you're like, damn, I, I, now I can't call him because it's going to make uh, make him feel shit again. Yeah, don't call me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it is, you know. Did you did you ever hear that song "Must Have Never Met You" that I uh, dedicated to you? If you haven't listened to it, man, you're hard to get over, man. You know. And uh, hey, sue me. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> I still love you, April. I really do, man. I do. I do. It's hard not to, you know. Especially how you're how funny you are. Shit, you used to fucking like. Make me feel smart because you're like, well, explain that to me. And then you let me explain it. And then later on, you told me you did that on purpose just to make me feel smart, asshole. <laughs> anyway, I love you. I really do hope you're happy, man. You know, if you're not, eh, hey, you got to do you. I hear you. I understand. Anyways, people, I'm going to end on this, man. I've said it before, you know. I'm not a hypocrite, man, but I'm just trying to help y'all out, man. Okay? Okay? I'm going to say it again. If you're going through some things, just know one thing. Jesus Christ would never put anything in your way that you couldn't handle. He wouldn't dare doing that to one of his kids, which is you. We're all his children, and he wouldn't burden us with more than we, we cannot handle. Up until today, you have survived every obstacle that he has put in your way by one swell fucking hurdle. And believe me, this one too shall pass. I love each and every one of y'all guys. Thank you for, for always listening to me, man. I love y'all. Peace.
climb and hide the pain I'm going to the place where love Feeling good don't ever cost a thing And the pain you feel's a different kind of pain Yeah. 